Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode of Cleo slash Murray, the podcast where we read through fan fiction one pairing at a time, and we could not move on from house fan fiction without looking at just one token house slash chase fan fiction. This is called Mars in Denim um, by Sabine Legrand. Um, so this is probably one of the shortest fan fiction we've ever talked about. Um, maybe it's more of a drabble. It is only 427 words. And it's also very much based on a single episode of House, um, where they have a patient who's in a BDSM relationship with someone um, and like sort of BDSM in general is kind of talked about a little bit on the show. And on the show, Chase reveals that he has like been kind of involved in the local scene and has maybe like gone to BDSM clubs with someone who he used to date. But he very much kind of brushes it off on the show of like, oh, like it was just sort of a few times, not a big deal. Like it's not sort of a part of all my relationships, blah, blah, blah. So in general, this is sort of imagining the beginning of this sort of dominant submissive relationship between House and Chase. Um, and so what do you think? I mean, this is sort of stylistically kind of interesting in the way that it starts and sort of sets up what we're looking at here. Uh, what what do you think about the style of this? It's very much sort of confined um, and it's very dialogue heavy, uh, which kind of makes it a little bit more like watching a show. I think this is kind of an interesting way to do fan fiction of a TV show because you're sort of mimicking that you're just watching um, and you don't know a huge amount, you know, a little bit of what people are thinking about on the inside, but really not a lot. You mostly just see descriptions of how they're acting and what they're saying to each other. And it's just one very short scene. So it's sort of like a, a vignette. I was sort of having trouble piecing together, like, uh, what are they referring to? So Chase rolled his eyes. Like I've already said, I was dating this woman when? A couple of years ago. Except you haven't been in Princeton for a couple of years. And you said you'd seen Annette out at S&M clubs. So, I, I mean, I know what's going on, but it's a little bit hard to kind of follow, right? Why is it not possible he was dating this woman? But that doesn't matter in a way, because what matters is the subtext. Um, yeah. And also that it seems like House is a little bit sort of like goading him here, like he's trying to fluster him. So maybe that's also why he's kind of being like, well, this doesn't make sense. You got to explain yourself, Chase. You're going to really explain that, Chase. And Chase is kind of like, well, no, yeah, this, this totally makes sense. And so maybe almost it's sort of supposed to elicit reactions that would be obvious that he's lying. Yeah, and also it's 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 run as a differential, which is what how they usually do their diagnoses is they're like, okay, 29-year-old male has these symptoms. Yeah, and in general, House is like quite aggressive during differentials. So he's kind of mimicking that, but in like a maybe more like flirtatious way. Well, he even like scribbles on an imaginary whiteboard, which is really interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, new symptom, unprovoked defensiveness. Uh, because Chase has said, I'm not gay, kind of out of nowhere. Again, uh, yeah, yeah, when that was very much not asked. <laughs> he says, I never said you were gay, didn't even imply it. Uh, but I think if I said that I wanted you to be my slave, you wouldn't be able to walk out of here. At which point this, this, this turns from being kind of this uh, potentially sort of antagonistic conversation to clearly being something more in the realm of kind of sexual. And so then this sort of turns from house like kind of being very aggressive during the differential to sort of like directly giving Chase orders and Chase sort of being very um, excited to follow them. So uh, what do you think it is about the relationship between Chase and House on the show uh, that that makes people want to write fan fiction? Maybe especially since we're just looking at one that would lead to the, like this kind of fan fiction, imagining this kind of relationship. So I think that the, the reason why I sort of <laughs> recommended this fake is that I thought it actually does kind of hit on something about their dynamic on the show in that it, House is very much kind of like giving orders and having all his little sort of subordinates like scurry to follow those orders. Um, but it seems like 
Chase has these sort of like people pleasing or kind of like boss pleasing aspects of how he acts towards House in a way that um, other characters like Foreman, for example, are really willing to tell House like, no, no, we can't do that. Like, stop, stop doing this. Um, And Chase is a little bit more, I don't know, sort of like maybe wanting to follow orders. Yeah, that's true. I think that there is, I mean, I think that this is true of all the characters on the show, except maybe Cuddy, <laughs> but there is sort of this hidden interiority in Chase where we don't ever quite know what it is that he wants and like why he's still on House's team. I mean, he's the doctor who stays on House's team for the longest out of anyone. He's working for House as House's subordinate for all the Despite being sort of show. like chewed out all the time. Yeah. And like supposedly, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be kind of an entry level position and then you sort of become a more important doctor. I don't know doctor hierarchies, but like you move on in some way. But he's kind of stuck in this relationship with House where he's subordinate to him. Yeah. And we're sort of like, it's not as if over time, house like i don't know learns to respect him or his opinions or anything it seems like the relationship kind of stays static (laughs) and like house i mean he's he very much like he jokes but he does talk on the show about finding chase attractive and chase being the most attractive of all of his doctors yeah yeah because he does sort of call chase sort of like pretty boy at various times or being like oh well we should have sent in chase because he's the pretty one or something yeah and he like jokes about being attracted to Chase and p- something potentially happens happening between between him and Chase. I mean, I don't think it's ever a real possibility in the world of the show, but um, but that does then sort of open the door for sort of like fan fiction on that. Also, Chase is very attractive. So. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. He is just making like objective observations. <laughs> I do think there is something sort of interesting about like reading their power dynamic on the show and sort of being like, oh, well, how would that really work in a relationship? And we're going to, I don't know, we're going to sort of take the power dynamic and then add another different power dynamic that is sort of subject to negotiation. Because I feel like there, there's a reason why you would be more, even more interested in writing sort of BDSM style fic when you see a power dynamic being played out on screen. So maybe that's also sort of inspiration there, that you see a power dynamic that's part of a um, sort of hierarchy in the office, but then you're like, well, how would we imagine that hierarchy, but in a very sort of different way, where it's like part of a sexual relationship, but it's also part of this whole kind of like other constructed thing. And also like, if you're working for someone, like you didn't choose them, you didn't choose to be subordinate to them. Here, Chase is choosing to be subordinate to house in this way like he could say no um i mean in theory he does bring up the fact that this is workplace harassment but in theory yeah maybe that's a wrinkle of this yeah because <laughs> they also do have the other power dynamic just like he's like his boss <laughs> so maybe it's a little complicated um but yeah but he's kind of opting into this willing i guess subordination to house yeah which seems like maybe it would I don't know, it would maybe put like a different their interactions in the office in a different light if it's actually a flirtation, him sort of like ordering Chase around. Well, I mean, that's exactly what we were talking about with House and Cuddy as well. And so Oh yeah. You know, it's interesting because it's it's this very like sexualized uh, way of thinking about like office politics almost. Like if someone is your superior in terms of rank, like in a way it's almost like there's a sexual bond between you. I don't know. It's I think that it's something that the show actually plays into a little bit. Yeah, because you definitely have House, you know, flirting slash sexually harassing so many people. Exactly. And he almost dates Cameron, who does end up to marry Chase. <laughs> yeah, which was, uh, 
I still was surprised when that happened on the show because I completely forgot about that. And then on my rewatch, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah, well, maybe that's why there's something a little bit weird about the relationships that do happen on the show where like it almost seems like it's translating a kind of office politics tension into romantic tension. That is true. And also, I mean, everyone, maybe it's also because the show is so contained to the office that everyone's relationship because like in general, like in sort of the office politics of house, you have a lot of sort of power differentials and people sort of using that power differential or trying to sort of disrupt a power differential. Um, but also in their dating lives, they're usually dating people who they meet in an office context. And like specifically co-workers, not patients, which is another way that it could go. Which would be another problematic um, relationship, but in, in a different worse way. Yeah. In some ways, but no, definitely definitely probably worse but well doesn't wilson sleep with a patient he does he has a terminal cancer patient that it turns out that he's sleeping with um which yeah that seems bad seems really bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but not ideal the show doesn't treat it as bad really it, as, as more as just like an embarrassing an embar- embarrassing secret that house finds out about him but um, uh, yeah but yeah, yeah a little bit sketchy Thank you for listening to our bonus episode. Um, we are unfortunately done with House now, um, and we hope you'll join us for our Lord of the Rings episodes that are soon to come. to do a bonus do we have time to do that quickly oh my gosh we were um <laughs> i don't know if we do have time let's try? let's see it where we how far we get how many th- how much time do you want to spend on this yeah maybe we yeah it is very short maybe it only needs okay. like 10 it's minutes. just okay okay we're doing it